All right, guys, I know you love the sport of hockey, and I know you love making money. So let's bring those two things together. MyBookie.ag has teamed up with the Hockey Podcast Network to bring you a great deal. Use the promo code THPN, and MyBookie will match your initial deposit 50% all the way up to $1,000. So you deposit $500, you get $250 to play with in free wagers. That's a can't-lose situation, folks. Use the promo code THPN on MyBookie.ag. MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Hello and good day, San Jose. Welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser. You can follow myself on Twitter at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. I'm going to be riding solo tonight. Producer T is MIA. He's not here. Probably stuck in trail. Now, if you don't know what that means, check out the trail BC junior hockey team. It'll all come together. Uh, but seriously, though, I think producer T actually just graduated. He just got his bachelor's degree, so he's taking the weekend off. We really can't blame the guy. There's probably a little bit of this going on. Anyways, thank you for joining us on the Stick Hungry Podcast once again. I'm recording on Super Bowl Sunday, right before the 49ers take on the Chiefs. I'm going to kick back, relax, have some chicken wings, have a pop or two, and enjoy that game. Uh, you know, because there's not, there's, there's not much... Um, that's positive to talk about the Sharks right now. So, you know, the 49ers are definitely the Bay Area team at the moment, but we're going to get into the San Jose Sharks nonetheless. We have a few segments coming up in this show. We have a This Day in Hockey History. I'm going to wrap up the poll question from last week, and it was a hot poll question. We got a lot of votes on that one. Um, I'm also going to do an NHL draft lottery simulator since, you know, we're in the bottom 10 of the league, so we got to do it. Uh, and we're going to dive into a couple other things around the league, not necessarily shark related, but anyways, let's get right into the show. Now, normally we start off with a game breakdown and we just lost to the Tampa Bay lightning three, nothing. And I'd really, I actually don't feel like diving into it, into the game too much. Um, you know, obviously we got shut out. It, it's happened a few times this year. Aaron Dell actually had a pretty good game and he was the only solid shark out there in my opinion. Um, letting three goals. Yeah, but it, it was a solid performance. And let's be honest, guys, when, when we can't put up a single goal in a game, you're never going to win 100% of the time. You're going to lose that game. And you know, the defense just, what was subpar once again, you know, we just can't figure it out on the back end. And, you know, it's it's actually really tough because when when our goaltenders do have good games, like Aaron Dell just had a good game. He's he's had a few in the last month. I mean, he, he's had an all right season um, considering what's going on. I mean, I, I might get ripped on for that, but for a guy who's supposed to just be the backup and, and, and he's coming out here and he's, you know, almost standing on his head against a Tampa Bay Lightning team, uh, that says a lot to me. 
And, you know, I, I don't know what, what the future holds for this team on the back end, but like I was saying, it's really tough because when you have goaltenders that have those good games, you need two points out of those games. You can't come out with a loss and we're, our offense just isn't getting it done. I know we we've lost Logan Couture, our, our captain up front, and we just lost uh, NHL All Star Thomas Hurdle, uh, which was a big loss. And I think we we said it in the last episode. I think that's it. That's the nail in the coffin. I think you can write off the season because without those two guys up front, it's clear we can't score. We just had a shutout against the against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, we've proven all year that we've we've really struggled to score. Right now, our goal differential is minus forty one. Now that's bottom three of the NHL. You can't expect to be anywhere near the playoffs with that kind of goal differential. And I don't think we can expect any kind of turnaround given the players that are out of the roster. So, yeah, I I think that's it for the season, folks. I I think you got to look for individual performances at this point. Um, You know, we don't have that many guys playing for contracts, unfortunately, because that's kind of when, when you might get some good results later in the season. We're just gonna have to ride this one out, and let's let's hope it was just a, a bad year and we can rebound. But who knows? They might make some big changes in the offseason. This might be the kicker that says, you know what? Let's let's go into a rebuild. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they're gonna do you know what they like to call a retool when you when you don't want to fully commit to a rebuild. You call it a retool. You you move you know a couple older players, maybe for draft picks, maybe for you know B level prospects, maybe prospects that are two, three years down the line, and they're they're a little bit closer to making your NHL team. Those are the kind of moves that we can make, maybe some hockey trades and just swap out some of our forwards and, and get some different faces. Maybe, maybe that's all this team needs. Maybe moving in Eric Carlson for another defenseman or, or maybe another forward, just a, a real solid hockey trade. Maybe that can solve a lot of our issues. I don't know how drastic Doug Wilson wants to go with the moves, but it's going to be an interesting offseason nonetheless. It's going to be an interesting trade deadline because in the first time in, what, 15 years, we might be sellers here. And it's I'm intrigued to see how Doug Wilson deals with the trade deadline being a seller because, like I said before, doesn't have much experience with it. This team has been a buyer year in and year out. Every single season, we're in contention for the Cup or at least playoffs. And that's just not the case this year. But there's there's some good hockey out there. I, I'm I'm gonna bounce I'm gonna bounce out of the realm of the San Jose Sharks for a second. I want to talk about the Battle of Alberta. Now, if you're not checking this out, folks, you're doing yourself a disfavor. You gotta go online, check out the last highlights of the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames game. This is a real hockey rivalry, something that we haven't seen in a few years. You know, the goaltenders were fighting at center ice. All five guys were duking it out on the ice. It was an 8-3 final. You you can tell the tension was there all game. The, the crowd was just going nuts the entire time. It was really something special. I know lots of people, you know, are, are against fighting in the modern NHL. And I, I see your reasoning for it. And, and people like to point at you know, head injuries and things like that. But let's be honest, head injuries 90% of the time don't come from fighting. They come from hits. They come from illegal dirty hits from behind, guys going into the boards. You know, very rarely will a guy sustain 
a major head injury from just a pure fight. It's proven. It's it's in the numbers that these head injuries are coming from illegal checks from from guys flying at you know 40, 40 kilometers an hour and hitting a guy into the boards. Um, but that being said, I mean just just look at the game at at, at its pure base level that was hockey right there and the guys loved it you can tell Mike Smith in his interview after that game he was he he had the big grin on his face and and he was loving it um I don't know if Cam Talbot was was loving the fact that he had to come out of his crease and get into a fist fight with Mike Smith I mean he Cam Talbot was throwing the blocker around in his crease so he had to uh have seen it coming but again folks make sure you check out this rivalry there's some great hockey going on in the NHL and you know you watch these uh these Edmonton Calgary games you're going to see Connor McDavid and that's can't miss hockey every single time that guy's on the ice it's something special i mean if if you had the chance to go back and watch a Wayne Gretzky i think you would do it and i think that's what we're seeing here with Connor McDavid i'm not saying he's a Wayne Gretzky i'm not saying he's as good but he's just such a special talent something that we're not going to see again, I don't think. I mean, there's there's so, there's comparisons out there, you know, Pavel Bure, um, you know, Wayne Gretzky is a comparison, but I think he's he's his own hockey player, and I think it's can't miss hockey. It's really worth checking out, especially let's be honest, this year is kind of a write off, so it, it's worth checking out the highlights of some of these other teams, and uh, yeah, I, I I hope you do that. Uh, let's let's move on here. We're gonna get into a couple segments. Uh, let's move on to the, let's do the tankathon. Let's do the NHL draft lottery simulator. It's always a fun one. Um, like we said, we're in the bottom 10, 10 of the league. We're actually bottom six. Um, it sounds pretty bad and it is pretty bad. We're bottom three gold differential, like I said before. So that sounds even worse. Um, but yeah, since we're in the bottom 10, we're going to run the NHL draft lottery simulator. I know we don't have our draft pick. The Ottawa Senators have that first round pick. And that that makes this season so complicated because, you know, we brought up the trade deadline. Can you be sellers? I mean, you're selling off guys and you're going to kind of tank in the in the last third, last quarter of the season. And you're just making that draft pick so much better for the Ottawa Senators. Now, I don't know if that really matters. I mean, sure, the Ottawa Senators get a better draft pick. What does it matter to us? They're in the Eastern Conference, but it does make the trade look that much worse. But at the same time, I think it's also valuable to pick up draft picks, maybe get rid of a couple contracts and and try and retool this team somewhat over the summer. But anyways, let's move on to Tankathon. All right, like I said, we're number six in the NHL Draft Lottery Simulator. We have a 7.5% chance of winning first overall. But if we win that, Ottawa gets our draft picks. So uh, how you like that? Anyways, let's uh, let's run this bad boy. Let's run the NHL Draft Draft Lottery Simulator. First overall draft pick goes to the New Jersey Devils, moving up two spots. Uh, they had an 11.5% chance at this one. Moving up seven spots, the Minnesota Wild, they had a 5% chance at this one. So nice pickup for them. And then in number three, moving down two spots, the Detroit Red Wings, who had the highest chance, which is, it's only 
percent chance at winning the first overall draft pick. And I've said it before. I really hope Detroit gets it done because they deserve it. Moving down one spot, the Ottawa Senators via the San Jose Sharks. There's, like I said, 7.5% chance of them winning. I'm going to run it once more. And I forgot to mention tankathon.com slash NHL is where you can find this website one more time. And wow, there's, there's a trend going on. I think in the last few shows, we've, I, I've started to mention it and, and we're seeing it again here. But anyways, first overall draft pick, the Los Angeles Kings moving up one spot. They had a 13.5% chance at winning first overall. Moving up nine spots to number two, the Chicago Blackhawks. They had a 3% chance of winning top, uh, top pick. They had 9.8% chance of winning in the top three. And Chicago has consistently moved up into the top three throughout the last few weeks of us doing this tankathon. I just I, I just think that's interesting. Uh, moving down two spots, the Detroit Red Wings once again, they have a 49.4% chance of landing in the top three. Moving down one spot, once again, like the last draft, our pick that Ottawa has moves down one spot to number seven. So Ottawa, it's looking like Ottawa is going to have a top 10 pick this year um, out of us. And then they're also going to probably have a top five pick with their own draft pick, it's going to be a solid uh, draft in 2024, the Ottawa Senators. But anyways, let's uh, let's move on from that. It's always a little bit depressing because no matter what happens in the uh, in the tankathon in the NHL draft lottery simulator, we we always kind of lose <laughs> when we don't have our first overall pick. Let's move on to this day in hockey history right after a quick word. Hey guys, I want to tell you about two other great shows on the Hockey Podcast Network. First, we have Ice Analytics with Dr. Matthew Arp. Ice Analytics dives into the numbers behind the game you love. Give them a follow on Twitter, at Ice Analytics. Then, we have Tales of TR with former NHLer Terry Ryan. Terry brings his great storytelling abilities to the mic alongside guests which include current and former players. Both these shows are available on the Hockey Podcast Network, which you can find on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team. Everywhere. Alright folks, we're back. I forgot to mention early in the show, we actually have some pretty big news uh, for this show and every show on the Hockey Podcast Network. We now have our own separate feed, uh, which is brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. We also have our own podcast website. Uh, you can find that on our Twitter page. Big shout out to Zencast for hosting our podcast. Honestly, it's it's the best bang for your buck. We're if you have a network or you have multiple podcasts that you want to publish, I think Zencast is definitely the way to go. They give you the best value. You know, you don't need all the bells and whistles that some other providers have. And honestly, their prices are ridiculous, especially if you want to host multiple podcasts. So check out Zencast if you want to host your own podcast. But let's move on to this day in hockey history, the fan favorite. Um... You know, I'm I'm riding solo this week, and all I really have to talk about is a three nothing loss 
against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh, cut me some slack here. We're gonna we're gonna run some filler segments. Uh, here we go, folks. February third, nineteen eighty two. Chicago General Manager Bob Pulford took over as coach of the team and led the Blackhawks to a nine five win over St. Louis after firing Keith Magnuson. It was Paul Ford's second stint behind the Blackhawks bench. Now, we didn't see that kind of turnaround with Bob Bugner. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. February 3rd, 2000, Philadelphia defenseman Eric Desjardins scored his 100th career NHL goal in a 3-3 tie against the visiting Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Two things. Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Man, I love that name. It's just... Sounds better than the Ducks. Um, and, and a 3-3 tie. Thank God we don't have ties anymore. Say what you want about 3-on-3 three three overtime. Say what you want about deciding a game through a shootout. But I hated ties. I don't want to see ties being brought back to the NHL. Let's move on to one more. 1984, whew, uh, February 3rd, Pat Hughes scored five goals. His second and final career hat trick and his only one with Edmonton. Uh, in the Oilers' 10-5 win over the Calgary Flames. Uh, we had a few 80s uh, stats in, in this segment, and you know a 9-5 win, a 10-5 win. They were scoring a lot of goals back then, and you look at Wayne Gretzky's stats, and it all kind of makes sense, not, not taking anything a, a, away from Wayne Gretzky, but the guy put up 92 goals. The, the amount of assists he had, it was insane. So yeah, you, you would expect a lot of games to be 10-5, 9-5, in that kind of range. Unfortunately for the San Jose Sharks this season, we're not putting up 10, we're not even putting up five goals. Last game, we couldn't even put up one goal. Um, so do we need a change up front? I, I think that's something we have to ask ourselves. One thing that I think w- is concerning with this team is at the center position. You know, Logan, Logan Couture is a great player. I, I love him as a second line center. I love him as a first line center that being said, I only love him as a first-line center if we have another guy of similar or almost better capabilities behind him. Now, it wouldn't really make sense to have a guy of better capabilities in front of him, but if you had, you know, you know, interchangeable top line, top six, where, you know, Couture could be on, you know, the first or second line, and really at the, at the end of the day, he's getting the same minutes. If there's a situation like that, I would be okay. Uh, Thomas Hurdle, you know, he's another solid player and, you know, we just saw him go to the all-star game. Unfortunately, he's injured now. I don't know if he's a guy that drives the play. I don't know how many guys we have like that. I like Evander Kane, but he's a winger. He, he does his job well. He can be streaky, um, but he does, he does do his job well, but I think we need something more solid down the middle. Um, I don't know how that happens. We're, we're going to have to make some moves, I think. And I, I'm not necessarily saying that I think we should move Couture or Hurdle. I just think that we need some more offense in there. I don't know how we do it, but I just think that's something that Doug Wilson has to explore. And, you know, we're getting the offense from the, the back end somewhat. You know, Carlson is still putting up points at a, at a decent rate. Now, do I think we should move him? Well, I, I don't think it would hurt to explore uh, moving Eric Carlson. I, I, I th- I've said it before on this podcast, 
even though he has that big contract, the big ticket with the long term on it, I think there's teams that'll be interested in in, in Eric Carlson. He can run your power play. He can put up 50, 60, maybe even 70 points a year. Even in, a, in an off year, he's going to put up 40 to 50 points and be your number one defenseman. He's, I mean, liability on his back end. I wouldn't necessarily say so, but you know what you're getting with a guy like Carlson. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had to take some water there. It's uh, going solo here, like I said, folks. It's uh, n- not all it's cut out to be. Um, you know, I just think at the trade deadline, we, we got to be active. Um, whether and, and the only reason I say we need to be active is we need to make a mark and really show, I think management needs to show the franchise, or the fans rather, uh, what direction this team is heading? Because right now, I think there's a lot of question marks about what we should do. Because do you think just adding a few pieces to this roster will get you a Stanley Cup? I don't know if it does. Look at the teams around uh, around the league. There's, there's some good teams out there, some really young players that, that are changing the game. And can we compete with that? I'm not so sure we can right now. So that begs the question. I mean, if you can't, if you can't just add a few pieces to this team and make it a legit contender, um, do you go into a full rebuild? And some will argue yes. Uh, For the sake of saving his job, I think Doug Wilson will not opt for that route. I think he might go for a retool, like I said before. I think a rebuild is just a a huge commitment uh, for a GM and a franchise, and especially a fan base that hasn't experienced um, a long time of, of, you know, drafting high of missing the playoffs and and going through games like this looking at the ticket prices of the San Jose Sharks game and I was amazed I mean you could pick up games I think I saw it for for five dollars I think I saw it five dollars on StubHub now granted that was I think just before the game or maybe even you know close to puck drop but five bucks. I mean, I love. I live up in Canada, and I can't go to a Vancouver Canucks game, which is the closest NHL team I have. I can't go there without at least eighty, ninety bucks. You know, seventy bucks in my pocket. You're gonna need that to get into a game. Now we're talking twenty dollars for San Jose tickets, and that's because the product just isn't great right now. And and I'm not seeing the passion from the guys. I mean. I'm seeing some frustration, I guess. I, uh, there, there's a bit of a brawl against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I didn't really touch on that too much. But we need something more. We need, we need something as far as winning some games. We, we, need some, we need some points. We just need something more. And I think a trade might spark this team. You know, this this is a team, let's be honest, maybe this team needs a kick in the ass. I just I just think we aren't what we thought we were coming in to this year. And I think we need to find ourselves a new identity somehow. It's easier said than done. Doug Wilson has proved in his past that he can make big trades and that he's not afraid to uh, shake things up. So let's, let's hope he can do that. Uh, but you know what? I, I think that's the end of my little rant here. Thank you for joining me this week. Sunday or this Monday rather I'm recording on Sunday just before the Super Bowl game we have a little bet going on uh, with the Blue Notes podcast you can find that on Twitter at Stick Hungry Pod you can find him at Blue Notes Pod 
let's hope that uh, we can buy a 49ers hat to send to Tom Franklin. He can wear that proudly in in his video and send it our way. And if we lose, um, you know, he's going to send us a Chiefs hat. We're going to have to uh, broadcast a little video to you folks. So let's uh, we're going to try and keep the tears to a minimum. We we we'll we'll do our best. Producer T will hopefully be there uh, for that one. But once again, thank you for joining me on the Stick Hungry Podcast at Stick Hungry Pod on Twitter. Make sure you give that a follow. If you tweet at us, we'll tweet you back. We'll probably even mention you on the podcast at 3KA. He tweeted me this week saying uh, it's it's too late to record a podcast, and he said that because. You know, I actually made a, a late call for uh, for open phone s- submissions um, for our Sharks phone line. And I tried to record late night and it just didn't work. So something went wrong with my equipment. And he was tweeting at me saying, it's, you know what, it's too late to record. What are you doing kind of thing? And at the end of the day, I kind of agreed with him. And uh, I think some, some sense was knocked into me uh, on, on top of the equipment not working. Let's be honest. It was, it was like 1145 and I wasn't prepared to troubleshoot what was going on with, uh, with my new equipment here in the studio. So at 3KA, your beauty, we love you. At Solomon Strader on Twitter, he's always uh, sending us things through the open phone. Oh, actually, you know what? I almost forgot, but we actually have a new rap from Shane, Shane Van Ice. Um, he's also a huge fan of the show. He loves he, he loves sending in his Sharks raps. Um, I haven't listened to this one yet, so we're going to throw this one in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it up, throw it in right now, and then we'll end off the show after that. Hi, this educational rap is brought to you by the none other, Shane Van Ice. What up, Narc? Time to nut up, Sharks. Shut up, haters. What are you all traitors? Saying Sharks play like it, so that means shit. In case you don't know, now you do. In Japanese, SHP, hoisting up threes. That's it. You know, Shane never disappoints. Shane always comes through with the fire. Wow, this this guy's unreal. Uh, also, big shout out to Otis McDonald. Otis McDonald, we use his beats a lot on Shane's raps. Um, he has his stuff up for free creative use. Check him out. He makes some unbelievable music, like the stuff that you hear behind me right now. Once again, folks, thank you for joining me on the Stick Hungry Podcast. Your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. Make sure you check out the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com and on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. We'll get back at you on Thursday. Thursday.